September 19th at the Green Bay Distillery, right before the Green Bay Packers take on the Detroit Lions for the home opener. Game on Wisconsin is throwing Todd Varney a birthday party. Okay, not really. It's just an ironic coincidence, but we will be throwing a party at the Green Bay Distillery. Food, football, drinks, prizes, all kinds of stuff you can win. You want to check out our YouTube page, our Twitter page, and our other social media page, Game On Wisconsin. For details, meet us at the Green Bay Distillery on September 19th. Come meet and greet all of your favorite Game On Wisconsin personalities and have a chance to win some really cool stuff. We hope to see you there. Big Balls Bob. Not to be confused with Tiny Balls Todd. I do have a body. It's very fantastic. Uh, more of a temple, really, than a body. I can't tell if he's doing a bit or not. I'm glad you brought that, that point up because... Todd's a pussy. We got to start putting our guests on at like 8 so that people actually watch the rest of the show. Dan talks about killing babies. Todd and I talk about making babies. There's a big difference. It's right next to Todd's OnlyFans. I'm a below-average teacher. I'm a dumbass, and I'm sorry. <laughs> the first time you've been let out of mom's basement, right? Oh, no, I'm still in mom's basement, actually. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I'm going to throw these two guys into the screen so that if I die, they can carry on the legacy of crap that is this show. Legacy of crap. Does anything sum up this show better than better than that one line? Welcome into Lombardi's Bar, everybody. I'm your bartender, Dan Connick. Thank you for joining us again today. Another week, another Wednesday, another episode of Lombardi's Bar, and we are one day closer, one week closer to real-life Green Bay Packer football coming back into our lives. We get the first taste of it this weekend on Saturday with family night. After that, Preseason games, there's the one week that I forgot is no actual football, but then it's hardcore 18 weeks in your freaking face Packer football. I'm jazzed about it. I want to bring these two guys in to talk about it. Before we do that, though, let's get our drink special of the night in here for you. And it's it's actually a drink special made for one of our special bar patrons with us today. It is the Pay the Piper. What's part of the Pay the Piper? Well, you buy around for the whole entire bar here at Lombardi's Bar, and you get nothing at all. It kind of sounds like something that would be like to pay off a bet, maybe, which I think somebody here on the show needs to do. It's not this guy, Jimmy Christensen, right, Jimmy? You're, no. you're all settled up with the bar. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't lose anything. I uh, I stayed winning during uh, during last season, so it's not definitely not me. Oh, it, it's got to be this guy, Todd Varney. <laughs> Look at him hiding his shame, hiding his shame with his shame. <laughs> tomorrow, boys, I'll pay up tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited for it. I hope okay. Jimmy gets punched because I'm wearing it. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my knee brace so people feel bad for me being by you. <laughs> I saw I saw uh, uh, Buff Llama on Twitter today, like tweeting out tweeted out the clip from uh, uh, from that '70s show where they go to the Packers Bears game and the guy's like, "Hey, look at this asshole wearing a Bears jersey," and Brett's like, "Let's all get together and kick his ass." <laughs> I feel like that is good. That's gonna be that is exactly gonna be 
Jimmy and Todd on on Thursday tomorrow. I'm gonna be the one yelling. Let's kick his ass, though. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's that guy? I hate him. Yeah, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> Todd, how many times Can't have wait. you have you worn the jersey so far? Have you put it on at all yet? I have not. I was actually thinking about this earlier. Today is the last day in my life. I almost made it to 36 without wearing anything bears. <laughs> the I the hot streak ends tomorrow, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to think now if I've ever like even as a child, I can't even imagine any time I would have ever put anything bears on my body. No. No. I think I was this close. One time in college, I made a bet on an NCAA, like on the NCAA tournament, where I would have had to wear a Bears jersey. And that was the year, it was the year VCU went on the run. And because VCU on the run went on that run, I won my whole thing and I didn't have to wear a Bears jersey. It's the closest I've ever been to wearing anything Bears, Vikings, Lions, any of that bullcrap. Thank you, VCU. Shock smart. <laughs> so yeah, I learned also to salute down the other day. So yeah, I'm gonna do that correctly. Yeah, <laughs> saluting upward did not give the message I was trying to give. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what context did you learn this in? Todd saluted, uh, and so I salute. Todd said I salute you, so I actually went for a salute, and I ended up just looking like a the losers so, of the world. It was a little team. more, um, yeah, yeah, a little more Hitlerly than I was. Wrong, wrong side of the war. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not making that mistake again. A little more Aryan than you kind of anticipated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Producer Nick had a great point in the chat. He said Todd should have to wear that jersey for the whole show today. Oh, I would, but I already threw it on the ground. We really should have. We really should have figured that out beforehand and make Todd wear that for the whole show. Nick just wants a, an excuse to see Todd's nipples, honestly. That's what I'm convinced of. He just wants him to take his real shirt off. Well, we almost made it six and a half minutes without talking about nipples on the show, guys. That's a that's got to be a new win for us. And also, Nick, you need to be much more supportive of Todd. People aren't going to subscribe to his OnlyFans if they can get it here for free. That's, a that's good very true. Don't that's take money true. out of Todd's mouth. I got kids <laughs> to feed, man. Right. Jeez. Yeah. I got two of them sleeping upstairs. <laughs> so... Todd, what are you what are you anticipating the reaction to be tomorrow from from fans? I'm hoping that I can actually spin this to a positive for the bar here because I will be wearing a Packers hat. So mm. people will approach. I, I considered wearing a sign that explained I lost a bet and I got to do this, but I want more interaction than that. So. People, no one's going to say anything to me that's going to get under my skin enough. Uh, I'll use it as an opportunity that, hey, guys, I lost a bet on our show. Check us out. Uh, I'm going to give away all of Jacob Westendorf's business cards tomorrow so that he has none left and is going to have to figure that out on his own. It's <laughs> it's it's going to be an exciting day. I, I, I can feel that. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. You have to have some kind of business cards because you can't just keep telling every single person about the show. You got to, you got to be, you got to be much more pragmatic. About oh, it. no, I, I actually have, uh, I've got cards with like my at on it. So people can find me. I actually have a QR code on there for my Instagram. With yours or the show? 
Are you with mine? You with the show? They can come find me, and then I'll send them to the show. <laughs> Promote yourself first. This is twenty twenty one. What the? You think I'm here stuff. for you guys? Jeez. None of, just, none of our watchers are. I just want to know why the fuck you have business cards for your, with your Instagram on it. Yeah. Man, COVID 2020 was a weird year, guys. Just <laughs> things happen. Things happen. All oh right. You guys want to get into buy a round? You want to buy a round for everybody here at the bar? Yes, please get us out yeah, of this. Yeah, I suppose topic. we All can right. do that. Todd, why don't you kick us off? Who are you buying a round for? Uh, I'm going to go with Eric Stokes. I don't know if you guys saw or not today, um, but Zach Jacobson put out a really good article um, on Eric Stokes and what he's been doing so far at camp. He's been going one-on-one quite a bit with Devontae. Rogers has been picking on him quite a bit, and he's taking it all in stride, understands, hey, this is is part of it, and it's making him better. Um, he's listening to Jair really well, uh, taking a lot of coaching from the players and just trying to get better, was able to buy his grandma a house, which is a promise he made to her when he was 14. And he's coming through with the snacks for the defensive back room. So uh, just all around, he's rocking training camp so far. He should start throwing snacks out into the crowd. That'll get him. Everyone would be buying him around then if he's just throwing Twix and Oreos into the crowd. Okay, okay, hold on. I want to get to this point. Because mm-hmm. I saw WDUZ put this out on Twitter. Is candy a snack? Yeah. Well, I eat it mm. as a snack. Yeah, I would say candy falls into the subgroup <laughs> that is snacks. Define what candy is? Like Starburst, you buffoon. Well, yeah, but Starburst, Skittles, like, does a Kit Kat, does a candy bar count as candy? It's in the fucking name. What's the <laughs> candy bar? But no, my point is you have to define, like, the... Pro- uh, he... Good no. idea. What? Good idea. Is a candy bar candy? <laughs> Good idea. I now mean, we know why he's on. a producer. Nick, what the hell? But yes, I candy think... bar is candy. See, I, I, think if, I think candy... Is a nice additional snack, but if I'm talking snacks, I want like, I want the little bag of chips, like you know, you get the, like the big bag of the little bag of chips, little grab bag. Yeah, that's to me that's snacks. Those cookies, chips, pretzels, those are snacks. An underrated. Those snack are all a subset of snacks. Right, snacks think- is an all-encompassing word. Candy fits in there with cookies and chips and beef sticks. Yeah, but and I crackers. think there's a tier. I think there's a tier system in that subcategory. I think I think candy candy needs to be candy needs to be an addition to your snack game, not the entire snack game. Best chip and go Fritos. Fritos are the best chip. Just regular Fritos. I- I'll take any Fritos. It's like sex, man. Any any Fritos are good Fritos. Todd, uh, you know what? I was I've always been big on Doritos, but I've never been able to pick between nacho cheese or Cool Ranch uh, or Taco. Tacos made a comeback. That one's really good. But Tostitos have I don't even remember what's on them because I haven't found them up here lately. But it's got a powder on it. And they're red. It's like a, a tortilla chip. I know. What you're with, about. Yeah, yeah. Those are fantastic. 
like almost like uh, a, it's almost like a taco seasoning, but not a top, but not taco seasoning. It's in that sort of. I'm on it. I'm on it because it's gonna. Yeah. Jimmy, best while, chip. Yeah, while he looks it up, I used to hate hot chips, and then all my students would bring them in, so I just start taking theirs, obviously. And I like those little dynamite Doritos, ones that are like folded over, and hot ones. Those are good. If those are in my classroom, I tell my students, you can eat them, but I will take handfuls. Those are ones, those, Todd? Are those the ones, Todd? I don't no. think. No, no, they're not having it. It's like a salsita. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I've only, I don't, I think I only remember them being in scoop form. Nope. Wrong on that one. Okay. I don't know. All right. While he looks that up. Salsa Verde. Yeah. Salsa Verde. Yeah. Nick, Nick, get us a picture as soon as you can. Throw it up here. Jimmy, who are you buying around for? Uh, I'm buying around, keeping it in the DB room. I'm going to Jair Alexander. He got a pick six on Rogers the other day. Oh, there it is. Salsa Verde. Um, And Rodgers was in his press conference today, kind of explaining what happened. And it was, he completely left his assignment. He just had a natural feel that, which isn't surprising, Rodgers is going to go to Devontae. So he left Funchess and jumped the route that, uh, jumped the outright out route from Devontae and uh, took it home. And Rodgers brought up how in week one against the Vikings last year, he kind of had one of those instincts again, that was to blitz the quarterback and then ended up getting the safety. So he just has not only is he incredibly talented, but he just has a natural feel for the game. His intuitions, right? Is that going to bite him in the butt sometimes? Maybe. Uh, we haven't really seen that much yet of him really failing, but just going with his gut reminds me of just of uh, a defensive Brett Favre. Just go with what uh, go with what you Ooh. know. I like that. Defensive Brett Favre. No more rocket balls, please, Jair. <laughs> okay, real quick, since we did chips, I want best Brett Favre moment. Like best Brett Favre quote or moment that you have. Because for me, that's probably that's probably up there. When I think of Brett Favre, I just think of that rope, that clip of him, of Holmgren pulling him aside, like "No more rocket balls today, please." <laughs> just like sounding so so frustrated with like with everything that Brett Favre does, but knows he can't be mad at him. Yeah, I know Jimmy's favorite Brett Favre moment happened when he was in New York uh, and had an issue sending <laughs> some pictures. Um, Mine, I actually used with you guys today. Take two weeks off and quit. Um, that that's always just a great farve. Uh, besides the dick pics, I really like the. Um, I I just love the clips of him just running around spanking all his teammates, just ridiculously hard. Um, it's I don't know. That's my favorite Brett Favre thing was just him just spanking everyone. Jimmy's into spanking. Yep. Spanking dick pics and spanking. <laughs> Not surprising. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy a round for Ben Braden, getting some love on the first teams, getting some love at looking like, uh, he, you know, Stenovich saying that he could be competing for a starting role here over the next couple of weeks. I just love, I, I love the offensive line storyline this whole offseason. I've said it before that I, I it's one of the ones that I'm looking forward to watching the most about who's going to take over that left tackle spot, uh, you know, until Bakhtiari comes back, who's going to end up filling those guard roles, where does everybody fit in, and to see a guy like Ben Braden stick it out through last year as an undrafted free agent, come back this year, and now the coaching staff is saying that Braden has a chance to compete for a starting job on this offensive line. That's making the most of your opportunity, and I hope to see uh, more of Ben in that starting role. So congrats, Brent. Cheers to you, buddy. 
I do. I agree with you. Like, it's interesting to see how the offensive line plays out. Obviously, you'd wish that you kind of had your core group that you knew that was going into the season with. But it's just it's nice to see. It's kind of cool to see how the Packers are going to kind of shuffle everybody around and finally come up with that core unit. Because um, we saw last year they they really love when players are able to shuffle around and kind of fill roles when they need to. So it's kind of cool to see that happening this offseason and give us something to look forward to. Yeah, like I, I was saying on the packet day this past week that really you could almost take this entire offensive line group right now, and you could arguably make a starting offensive line like two like for two different teams, like easily a starting yeah. offensive line that could win you games with the with all of the people that are are in here. Um, so yeah, I, it's it's just one of those. It's that classic situation where, like what you're saying, Jimmy, I'd like to see that too. You know, the usual guys coming back, guys that you know are going to be there. But to also have this kind of competition and, you know, like, you know that it's going to just breed, like, the best. Like, there's no room for favoritism or, you know, guy like, like no one's no one's job is safe. You're going to get the best people out there regardless. So, I like that. I think uh, that's, a, that's, sorry, last thing. That's the best thing LaFleur brought back to the Packers is just the competition, mm-hmm. I think. I think when it was McCarthy, everything just got stagnant, even just the competition in training camp. But LaFleur willing to put the best player out there regardless of first year, 10th year, just you have to earn your spot every time you go out there. Absolutely. Let's- I think I think having depth on that line this year, too, is going to be huge. Um, adding that extra game in without a buy. We we're seeing right now in baseball, um, you know, COVID's going around some locker rooms. It, it's happening in training camp right now. So, uh, and and injuries obviously happen throughout the year. So, I think having that kind of depth is going to be a, a definite advantage for this team. Yes, exactly right, Jimmy. Did you have any other thoughts? I don't know. I'll wait till Dan starts talking again. Yeah. All right. Pay the tap. Ah, oh, you quick bastard. Jimmy, start us off. <laughs> I'm, going, uh, <laughs> I'm going with EQ. Uh, I think he, out of the wide receiver room, and we'll probably talk about it later, I, I think he's going to have the hardest time to make the team. Obviously, they have their their solid five with Devontae, MBS, Lazard, Cobb, and Rodgers. But that sixth spot, if they keep six, is going to be a tough competition with Funchess. Juwan Winfrey's making a, a lot of noise during training camp. And we kind of know it's St. Brown. He's been hurt the last few seasons. He struggled with drops in a couple games. I feel like we kind of know what we have with him for based off the seasons before. So if he's going to want to make this roster, he's really going to have to have a big showing these next few weeks. But personally, I'd rather have Funchess. But if he can start proving everyone's opinion of him wrong, then shit, that's great for the Packers. Yeah, I agree. I and that that was I when I, when they signed Randall Cobb, my first instinct was EQ just got like literally put on bubble alert you know oh, yeah you you've got it there's there's no more like we were talking about there's no more free ride into into training camp anymore you've got to earn every little spot there uh todd what about you uh i am going to go with kevin king who i bought around for i believe it was week one and then he has decided to be on the physically unable to perform list ever since, um, making my prediction of him being a, a pro bowler this year look awful. Kevin, get shit together. Get on the field. Let's go. There's a competition. Your job's on the line. Go play ball. 
You don't even care so much about his job being on the line. You just you don't want to look right. like an idiot. Right. <laughs> no, I want Kevin King to be great. I do not want Kevin King to be bad. We already have a bad cornerback in Josh Jackson. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I, I, I want Kevin King to be good <laughs> in the worst way for the overall betterment of the team. Does it make me look like an absolute genius if he makes a Pro Bowl? Of course it does. But that's just a side effect of having two Pro Bowl cornerbacks. Darn it. I literally I literally thought he was about to say J.R. Alexander just for the bit. Because I just know that's what he does. <laughs> I would never. I, would, I don't think Todd's ever done a bit in his life. Never. He's a no. real straightforward guy. Real, real straight shooter, Todd. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna stick in the uh, I'm gonna stick in the cornerback room as well, and I'm gonna go. Eric Stokes pays the tab this week. Ooh, controversy. Interested? Listening. So <laughs> tread I lightly, res- but I'm listening. I'm just watching. Keep going. I, I respect all the points that you said, Todd, when you were talking about buy around because they're all valid. Mm-hmm. But if your first ex- if your first exposure. As a rookie wide, as a rookie rookie cornerback is getting toasted like that against the best wide receiver, which I get, mm-hmm. totally get. Yep, you're immediately you are immediately put on notice that you've you've been exposed by the best. So now we're like this is like you've seen what the level needs to be for you to be great. So now yep. you need to go reach it. So that's what the pay the tab is, is that you've you've seen what the bar is. You've seen what's expected of you. Now you need to go and accomplish it. So I think both of our points are valid and work in harmony together. I don't know that that's true. I don't know how he <laughs> needs to pay his tab because, they, as they've said, he's been stepping up his game. He's been learning every day and getting better. Right. And I think, I think if he can – because – They've said some of the the plays he's had good coverage. It's just the best quarterback to the best wide receiver in the game. I mean, they're going to beat anybody. That gives him such an advantage when the season starts and Kevin King inevitably gets hurt again. Um, and, And he steps in and is going up against a team's two or three. Or as we've seen, Jair doesn't typically mirror players on the other team. So he he'll be ready to go up against other teams. Number ones. That's a, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that he, that he's done anything wrong. I'm not saying that he is <laughs> underperformed by any, this is a Todd plant. If I've ever seen it, um, <laughs> Jace, I, I'm just, I, I'm just, all I am saying is that the expectation has been set for you. Now you are improving. You are growing against some of the best competition. So now you've been put on notice that there's really there's we've we've decided you're getting thrown into the fire. There's no there's no more coddling with with you as a rookie. So when when the time comes, it's, you need to step up. So I'm just I'm just letting him know. So the man's bringing we'll, snacks, and you're going to make him pay the tab <laughs> for yeah. for what stepping up to the the order? No, and no, saying yeah, just, I can cover Devontae. Uh, that's a, fine. Just a, just a friendly reminder. It's not Just very a friendly. friendly reminder. Not very. If if it was my first day or my first week on the job, and they were like, "Oh, hey man, um, you're gonna run with the top team all week," and then I walked into the bar and was like, "Man, that's that's been wild. I've been learning a ton. It's been great. 
I I'm, I'm getting better. Like th this is awesome. And they were like, well, pay the tab. And I was like, bro, I brought snacks this week. No, no, pay the tab. Okay. What? First off, <laughs> shout out JJ. Here's the thing. I'm not, you, Todd, we are yin and yang in this conversation here. We are yin and yang. You, you know what? You I'm going to are... change my pay the tab. Kevin King, take your time and get healthy because it's a long season. I'm going to change my pay the tab to Dan Kotnick for having awful takes two weeks in a row. <laughs> Last week with the Jaguars. I don't see how I... this is a bad take. Okay, Todd, Todd's point. Or, okay. Last week, Dan, you were a big dumb idiot. This week, I don't think Dan's point's that, that bad. He's just hey, saying. I just don't you know see, why you're going you to make the guy pay meet. the tab. It's more of like an occurred, like, you got to step up. I think that's all he's saying. You got to step up, you know. He has been. In, in the first week of practice, great. Not to go all Stu Gatz on you, but do it in the game, man. Do it in the championship. We got to get to that I'm point. Saying is just, that's not a remember, good point, though. We're not even there yet. Remember, yeah, How are you going to hold that against him that there hasn't been a game? <laughs> he's been on the job for him. one week. I'm holding nothing against him, Todd. I was with Dan just, until he just said do it in a game. <laughs> He I'm hasn't had a that, chance to prove no, it. You know what? Let's judge that's, this guy's career on his first week at camp against Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. God, bust. You are He's a bust. He's done. He Give me Kevin King. Get him back in here. Josh Jackson, he's going to be on the team, not just special teams this year. Let's run it back. <laughs> I don't know why I say anything because Todd makes sure everyone else – he tells everybody else what I've apparently said. <laughs> you, you had you had ninety five percent of what you said was great, and then the last five percent you just shouldn't have said. Fuck you guys! I... You know what? I'm gonna change my buy around too, producer Nick. If you can change the graphic, I'm gonna change my buy around to Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams for having a phenomenal first week at camp torching a first week rookie <laughs> cornerback good on them for just going for to work them. and dominating that kid yeah good good for them i like to see them succeed that's good <laughs> all right let's let's keep her moving let's keep her moving let's oh let's don't even aside. you know we're gonna step aside for a break quick we'll be back with more lombardi's bar right after this when it's been a couple weeks now with no show and i don't know about you but i'm had some with, with, with withdrawal feelings going on so yeah to be fair like we didn't call you coordinate this yeah, it's, it's definitely stressing me out i can tell you guys are listening to it a lot yeah. yeah we're wearing the same shirt we're gonna say the same thing finish each other's sentences the worst. i'm just saying I... so are you offering to buy me a gift I appreciate no, i'm just that. letting you know where you can find one. Oh, he's frozen now <laughs> It wouldn't be open book if Zach didn't disappear for a little bit. That's, Derek Carr actually going to the Packers. That's the sensible. Wait, what? Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Before or after that terrible take? During both, all three. Oh, look at that sexy beast right there. The new mascot of the show. <laughs> By the way, our graphics guy, can we take our hat off to him? 
absolutely killed it on that Photoshop job today. Did you do that? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Get what this you... guy off the screen. Real quick, Todd, what what program did you use? Tell me you used Microsoft Paint for that. Uh, Instagram. You can do that on Instagram? I didn't know you could do that on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. you just it's, Go on the stories, do what you got to do on there. And okay. then, uh, yeah, just flip it back out. Take I a screenshot. So Graham, I can't. I I know with a face like this, you're surprised that I I don't Instagram. But <laughs> oh, I, I do all the social medias uh, at the Todd B. DMs are open, ladies. So feel free to jump in. Get in there, even if you're a Terry. Todd will make it work. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can, so for uh, just because I'm anticipating Todd losing beer bets again. For the punishment, can the loser have to buy a T-shirt with J.K. Scott's face on it and wear it for the whole next season? <laughs> That's no. really good. That's a good one. <laughs> because we know it's no. Be because gone. one, neither of you guys would care if you wore a J.K. Scott shirt for the year. <laughs> this know, is just so this is probably, a punishment that only affects me. It. And no, here's the thing. I I will give us until week one. To come up with, uh, I think we should all come up with three different punishments. We'll put out a Twitter vote. We'll let the people decide what the punishment will be before week one this year instead of after the season's done and I lose and you guys decide what the punishment is. It was uh, not when the season, we decided before the season was over officially. Barely, barely. Like five weeks before. Nick, go back and check the tape. When do we have Chris Barnes on? Technically correct. The best kind of correct. We should do, uh, just so you know, if we're all coming up with one, mine will involve getting a butt tattoo. So just a heads up for it. I already have a bet for a butt tattoo on the line. So let's hold off on that one. I, I, no, I I got two, was, you I know what? I got I two cheeks. Got, I was going to say, I got my, two cheeks. Let's go for it. My left cheek has a tattoo. My right one, my right one feels left out. I got to even it out. Dan, you on board with the butt tat? Sure. Yes. Right. Now we just got to figure the out other, what it is. The other two, I, I say we do a number and the name on the like the back of a jersey. Just number and name, and the other two get to pick which Packer player it is. All right. Deal. So Todd, Todd's just so you've just you're just deciding all of these yourself. I, I'm just throwing <laughs> ideas out there, and Jimmy's liking them. I do. You're like in a tattoo. Let's. <laughs> Let's figure it out where it's at. I just I just can't wait to have Todd get a J.K. Scott tattoo on his ass. That's really just all I'm happy about. <laughs> to go with my mashed potato one. I feel bad for that for that tattoo artist because he's doing both on the same day. <laughs> I told you I told you how where I got mine was in China. And this, I didn't even I couldn't understand the guy doing it. It was just this Chinese guy this far from my butt, like saying stuff to me. And I was like, I, I'm so sorry. I walked here. I took the subway. Oh yeah, I'm when so you were sorry. over there, when you were over there playing pro ball, right? It was not professional oh football gosh. over there. All I know is I got a ring and a hat and a jersey. Leave me alone. <laughs> so guys, family night is coming up this weekend. What are you looking? Do you guys do you guys look forward to family night at all, or is it more of just a like unofficial start to the Packer season for you? I look forward to it, especially now just because it's finally like the, okay, football's about to start. Uh, so it's just cool to see them get out there and play a little bit. It's not like the most fun thing in the world to watch. It's kind of a step above yeah. the the Hall of Fame game for me, but I'm definitely interested in watching it. Honestly, I just want to see Jordan Jordan Love play a little bit. That's the only reason I'm going to watch it. But 
I don't really? know. It's Wait, not you, you say it's a step above an actual preseason game? No, the Hall of Fame game. Right. Isn't that a preseason game? Yeah, it's a bullshit one. Yeah, it's not aren't one. Aren't they all bullshit, them. though? Yeah, but it's just us. It's just you're only you're watching Packer players all the time. Like, I don't know. It's like okay. both sides of the ball at the same time. Okay. And I don't know. Fuck off, Dan. I, I, I just want <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, man. Hey. So, okay. So, so what's the hierarchy then? It's so down at the bottom, it's Hall of Fame game mm-hmm. and then family night and mm-hmm. then regular preseason games. And then weeks one and one and three. Preseason week two, I'm assuming this year is when most of the starters will play. Because before, when there was four preseason, four preseason game, it was always game three is when the starters oh, play se- the most. You're separating, you're separating the first and third preseason game in their own tier, and then, yeah. then top tier is that second preseason game. Yeah, the one that the most. Producer Nick had a good question. What what's worse, the Hall of Fame game or the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl. Yeah, no, it's a Hall of Fame game because at least with the Pro Bowl, you get to see players that you know. The Hall of Fame game, you get guys on two teams that you usually don't really care about. And after the first series or two, there's nobody in there. You're looking at two teams that you don't care about, second and third string. Or at least yeah. the Pro Bowl, you know the guys that are in it. They're trying to have fun. They're not pretending that they actually have a shot at making the team. But that, like, that's what makes the – Hall of Fame game a little bit better is there's the players like you're mentioning, they're actually playing hard and trying to get a roster spot to where the Pro Bowl, they don't give a fuck what's going on. They're just out there because they get paid a little extra. You tell me Sean Taylor wasn't playing hard in the Pro Bowl when he leveled that punter. Okay, sorry. Pro Bowl nowadays. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Right. Here's the thing. Like the Pro Bowl and the Hall of Fame game are on the same level of importance when it comes to outcomes of pretty much anything yeah the difference the difference is is that nobody tries to pretend like the hall of fame game is still like has like relevance or importance you know everyone still treats the pro bowl like it's something everyone still treats like it's going like you're like getting elected to the pro bowl means something anymore because half of the league gets voted to the pro bowl nowadays at at least the hall of fame game knows its place yeah in the swamps right and also like labo says you take that shit back to hawaii i don't want it moving around like the draft put it back <laughs> in hawaii that's where it belongs and it should stay there forever because it should just be a glorified vacation absolutely for the players give them a chance to relax, absolutely man. i don't know going back to the original question here um <laughs> which was fam- family night I don't think I'm a fan of it. It's one of those that I think there's always a couple of guys that get a little bit amped up for it, especially, I mean, I know it's just a glorified practice, which means the guys who have been there before know how to handle that. There's a lot of guys going out there that haven't been under the Lambo lights with a bunch of fans in the stands before. Um, you've got two rookie classes that, that have never been there before. So it's, I just think you might, you got guys amped up. I don't like it. Injuries can happen when when you've got guys playing at different speeds. Injuries happen. And also, I wanted to go. Uh, producer Nick threw in the private chat that uh, we had Chris Barnes on January thirteenth, which was during the uh, 
NFC divisional round of the playoffs when the Packers, or I'm sorry, the wild card weekend when the Packers had a bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so the, the regular season was over. We had you already decided. You didn't say regular season. You said season. we no because we did different beer bets for the postseason. We did. Yeah, but you, it, Nick, roll the clip back. You said before the season was over. The season oh. was not over. No, but we did different bets for the postseason. You got to clarify that shit when you say it, man. Sorry, but the bets, your, the, your the vague, regular season your bets. Vocabulary is not is not a is not a uh, emergency on my end. That's like that little kid that knows he's wrong, so he's just <laughs> trying to pull out anything to be like, "No, I was right." I'm, no, no, but when you said I could stay up until 10, I meant 10 uh, uh, Pacific time. And so that means I get two more hours of TV. Sorry. Sorry that our regular season beer bets, <laughs> when I was speaking of the regular season beer bets and I said the season was over, I meant the regular season. I didn't realize that I had to separate the two different seasons that we had. Oh, so not to cut you guys off on this riveting conversation, but producer Nick put in the the comments or the chat that Josiah DeGuire has been medically cleared and is off the the pup list. Full goal, baby. The DeGuire train. I'm so excited for him. Friend of the show. He's been on. He was on our draft show. That's right. No, he honestly is probably because of us. Lombardi's bar bump. Oh, hey, you want to play football? You're welcome. Boom. There it is. You're welcome. Yeah. This is DeGuire. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see this. I the Packers they tried out four different tight ends last week. They ended up signing Daniel Crawford. So I was wondering if maybe they're expecting DeGuire to be out a little bit longer. Daphne's out, he had knee surgery, and then obviously we know Sternberger uh got lost in the sauce for a little bit, so he's out for the first two weeks. So I didn't know what they were gonna do with tight end, but this probably this is great because now we at least have a little little bit more uh depth there and finally can see someone that Matt LaFour loves and see what his uh his beautiful ass can do. Yeah, and back back to the original question. As I, <laughs> I'm trying to get us off this fucking family yeah, night thing. I just want to say I love family <laughs> night. I, I'm a big family night fan. I, I love I love being able like every couple of years the family comes up. We we take some days off. You go to training camp and you just hang out at family night. It's a great way to go to Lambo for like thirty dollars. It's like a it's like a minor league game of football, and you can take kids and family that can't go there and spend three hundred dollars a ticket can go see. Guys in Green Bay Packer uniforms at Lambeau Field, and it's a hell of a lot of fun. The beers taste the same. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> I'm glad it tastes the same. All right, so my question for you guys for this part is, what wide receivers do you think are gonna gonna be on the team? How many do we keep, and which uh, which guys gonna fill that that six spot or seven spots if you think we're gonna go seven? I think we're going seven. You think so? List yeah. them off. Devante, MVS, Lazard, Cobb, Rogers, Funchess, and I think if Winfrey keeps it up, he's playing himself onto the roster. Yeah, if we keep so seven, no that's what I was thinking too. No EQ uh, on there at all. I no, I think EQ's had his chances. Um, again, we've got when you look at EQ, he's the same body type as. Funches, MVS, and Lazard. Yeah. Okay, but let's say they go six. Who are you? Who are we keeping? Are we keeping Funches or are we keeping Winfrey? Funches. 
Yeah, I think Funches. Yeah, yeah. I fun. I I think Funches Funches would have to really screw things up. I feel like in training camp for him not to not yeah. to make the roster because they they you know because he he decided to come back after sitting out last year. I think they're committed to him. He's committed to the team. It would take a real big drop in what they see in practice for him not to make the roster. I'd be really surprised. So with Sternberger being suspended, does that open up a roster spot for those first two weeks? Or do the Packers, does he still count towards that 53? He's just suspended. No, he, at that no, no you get, uh, you get that roster spot. Mm. Do maybe, you? Yeah. I don't know. I'd say if you do, then maybe we do keep seven for the first couple yeah, weeks. He, I mean, then... if he's suspended, it's not like you, like if he was on your 54, the 54 man roster, he doesn't. You don't get to. You don't have to play with fifty-three men down because he's suspended. You just fill that. No, out. I thought you had to at least have him on it to clear, and then you could move him to an active and bring somebody else in. Uh, but I'll trust Lambo. No. he he's never lied to me in his life. So that's a fair. No, point. I, I, I get I get what you're saying now. I I, I missed. Yeah, okay, I got you. Um, wow, Corey coming in with the <laughs> he's dead weight. <laughs> the hot <laughs> dead weight. Yeah, Damn. all on board. All on board. The one thing I've seen from Sternberger this this training camp was one tweet that just said he dropped the ball. Like he dropped the ball and that was it. So it's not like he's having a standout one. And for someone that is at risk of getting cut, a third round pick being cut just a couple years later, homeboy's going to have to impre- have to have an impressive next few weeks because he could be, I don't know, I had high hopes for him. I thought he was going to be a great tight end. You saw his tape in college. Then he battled injuries the last two seasons, was sick last year too. And now, I don't know, hopefully he – turns it around because he could be a good weapon if he fucking catches the ball. I mean, he he gets open. He can run good routes. We've seen that this offense can scheme a tight end open. The problem is he can't block and he can't catch. Not a great combination for a tight end who's having a hard time getting on the field. Yeah. So who do you think – how many tight ends do you think we're going to roll with? That's a good question. I I think with him being suspended, I think we go five. Including him, including him. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, so you got Lewis, Tunyon. Yep. Deguara. And Daphne. Daphne. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I hope. Shit. I hope he actually. (laughs) I don't know. Our offense could be so good if we had two pass catchers like Tunyon. But the difference, like you said, Todd, is Sternberger doesn't block like Tunyon. Tunyon reminds me of a George Kittle light. Like he can honestly do everything. Um, Shit. I don't know. Sternberger could be a great weapon. I just, I honestly would not be surprised as no one would be if he gets cut after this year or not after this year, before the season starts. Yeah. Which would be a shame. It honestly would be a shame. Cause I love, I love Sternberger. We, you know, we, we had him on the, the, the draft show there for a little bit and he's a hell of a lot of fun to talk to. He's a good guy. I'm rooting for him. Well, maybe uh, Lombardi's bump will get him onto that roster. That's what I'm hoping for, man. <laughs> Come on, Jace. Uh, but real quick, let's get to our uh, drunk of the week. And today it not it comes not from a person, but a team. A team just down the highway <laughs> a little bit in the Chicago Bears. Obviously, this coming this is coming out of uh, the PFF College account, so it's not it's not from the Bears, but holy God. I, it's been a long time since I've seen – well, I don't know. I guess maybe it hasn't been a long time because I feel like they did a lot of this with Trubisky. 
But but this is getting a lot more of the hype because it, because of it being Justin Fields, a much bigger name coming out of college than Mitchell Trubisky. But guys, I'm an Ohio State fan. I loved watching Justin Fields play quarterback. I still think he'll be. I still think he has a chance to be pretty good in the NFL. But so does Todd. For, for F's sake, guys, like he hasn't even he hasn't even. We haven't even seen him throw against a pass rush yet. Let's relax. Well, right. On that play, which let's point out again, who <laughs> tweeted that out? PFF yeah. College. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but there's no pass rush, and he's going at a sixth-round rookie cornerback. So fantastic work there. Way to torch the young kid uh, with all the time in the world to throw it. It, It's just – it's a dangerous combination – I know that you're an Ohio State guy, Dan, and I will say Justin Fields in college was phenomenal, as was Dwayne Haskins, as was Terrell Pryor, as was whoever else was there. They've had a long string of of really good college quarterbacks. Do you guys have any clue what they've done in the the pros? One of them became a thousand-yard wide receiver. Boom. (laughs) That's the highlight. So you're taking a team who consistently puts high-ranked, high-rated quarterbacks into the league that fail, and they're going to a team who consistently takes mediocre quarterbacks or, in Trubisky's case, high-ranked quarterbacks, in Cutler's case, a high-rated quarterback, and failed. So I don't understand where Bears fans are coming from that – Justin Fields is going to be good. There's no pedigree there. There's no pedigree within the system. The organization is not a a quarterback organization. How do you say this guy's going to be good? I mean, I I pumped the brakes a little bit that I, I I don't like people drafting the the uniform out of college. I I I because I, I, I hear it all the time of like why do we keep drafting guys out of, out of UCLA or, or anything like guys, like, like just because you drafted a couple of guys that have not panned out, doesn't mean that necessarily that there's a causation that this doesn't pan out. I do think Justin Fields is built a little bit differently than most of those other quarterbacks to, to play better in the NFL. My worry, my big worry with him is that he got injured fairly significantly late in the season last year. And I, I feel like he if he had, if he didn't have that coming into this into this into his career, that that changes things. But I'm I'm really worried that like he might be good and that he turns out to be good, but his body just won't be able to hold up. That's my biggest worry with him. So what at what point though, with so many Ohio State quarterbacks just sucking ass in the NFL, do you get to the point where you're like, well, maybe we just shouldn't draft Ohio State quarterbacks? Yeah, I, I'm well, with you, Dan, on, okay. on it shouldn't Hold you on. don't draft you don't draft a jersey, but at some point, I mean it becomes a trend that it's just not there. Um Cardale Jones, Troy Smith. Uh, it Okay. LSU is my response to that. Okay. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell, Matt Flynn. Yep. Heisman Trophy winners. Whoa, 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 whoa. Matt Flynn? 
Uh, Mr. Single Game Touchdown Nick. Record Holder for the Green Bay Packers, Matt Flynn. You're going to dog him? I'm not going to dog him, but I'm not going to You're going to dog the was... program? Because that's yeah. success in my book. Okay. But then they turn around with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow comes Have out they? and he's a promising quarterback. Now, if you look at the pedigree of LSU quarterbacks coming out before then, you miss out on Joe Burrow because of that because of that negativity time. That's fine. I don't need that. I can miss out on Joe Burrow. You know why? Because I have Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not going to trade the first round pick <laughs> to get Aaron Rodgers instead of Joe Burrow. <laughs> you want to go to some bar bets? Yeah. yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Fine. I only Let's got two of them. I only got two of them, and they're not even that good. So I just want to get them out here, because. Like, oh yeah, these are terrible. Of, dude, you guys, it's hard to think of. Guys can turn off. Anybody watching, you guys can on. shut it off. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to make bar bets about? Who's going to be the MVP of Family Night? They give MVP out for Family Night. I'm your MVP. Who's going to be your MVP of Family Night? Oh, I can't get this one wrong. Awesome. This is a yeah, cool. question. Uh, um, I'm going to think that Amari Rogers is going to be the MVP of Family Night. Five Bakhtiars. Todd. Um, Quit adding stuff to the show notes. I I just let me finish what I'm typing before I forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Jordan Love. Ooh. I think it, first time he's been out there slinging it. Yeah, I guess I'll go five Bakhtiari's twist my arm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I think he's got he wants I would assume he wants to get out there in front of the fans and and show them what he can do outside of practice. Practice. Yeah. Right. And this is I mean this is this is this is like almost a no-win situation for him because this is going to be like the first time that people get to see him in a not like Todd said a non-practice format and if he if he does poorly in it, even even just mediocre, people will people will hang up on it. You know they will. Um, I, I'm going to say Eric Stokes, just to give him a little bit more love out oh, of it. Yeah, pay the tab. Now you're going to be well. Yeah, he's going to have to be yeah. the MVP there, so he can get a new contract. Five boxers, Eric All Stokes. these tabs he's got to pay. <laughs> I don't know what is Jay. What's Jay ragging on me for? What did I say? What did I do? What is Everything, like, yeah, everything. I'm sorry, man. I'm with him. Or maybe he's calling you Jesus. Oh, it's not Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Dan. Jesus. Yeah, I know he transferred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Dan. <laughs> he knew. He knew Ohio State sucked for quarterbacks. He got the fuck out of it. No, he couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins. That was the problem. He but you're willing to say that he's a promising young quarterback. He sure looks like it. When so he's hurt? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins has an opportunity to redeem himself. What oh, team okay. is he even on anymore? He's with the Steelers. <laughs> well, that's true. Ben Ben will get hurt. Dwayne Haskins will go in. Look, and no, because he's still behind oh, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> no, you cannot, you cannot sit here and, and say Dwayne Haskins got a fair shot in Washington. With Ron Rivera basically like – blackballing him off of his team 
and not giving him a shot. Because his teammates were pissed at him. Terrible team. Yeah, because he couldn't throw the ball to any of his teammates. I no, I I they I, lost. Honestly, Did you hear the story? They lost, and he was in the locker room talking to everyone about his stats, and then so a lot of the players got pissed at him. So that's why Ron Rivera was like, you know what? He's oh, just not oh, good stories, for stories, stories, stories. Not from, okay. not from the source. Okay. Do we hear this one is very vague. Oh, he also yeah, went to a strip say, club without a mask during Thank a pandemic. Producer Nick. Just it. Yep. During a pandemic. Wasn't vaccinated either. Do we hear booze at all for any of the quarterbacks? So Rogers, Rogers um, or love. No, I think the time for booze would have been the start of training camp. I think everyone's just happy he's there. If they boo him, they're idiots. Like there, well, there will be people booing because Jacob Westendorf will be there. <laughs> um, True, and he is obviously a, a moron that's going to boo. Um, so there will be those people, but I think it's going to be more cheers than booze, if anything. Like I, I like going back to my point. If if Jordan Love like is just having an awful like practice out there or family night, I think there's a decent shot, a decent chance that there's a, a small crowd of people booing him at some point because people ultimately as a whole suck. So again, Jacob Westendorf will be, <laughs> will be those types will be leading the charge. Um, but I don't think Matt LaFleur is going to put Jordan Love in a position to fail in front of this fan base the first night out. I mean, it's, He'll give him some nice, easy looks um, till he gets comfortable, and then he's going to light it up and be the family night MVP in my book. <laughs> and we can't yeah, say you're wrong. Yeah, I just having the courage to step out there. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> All right, that does it for our show today, guys. Let's wrap it up. Uh, make sure you're following us on YouTube. Subscribe right now if you haven't done so already. Uh, remember, you can check us out. Uh, the show audio form on the podcast channel game on Wisconsin every uh, I guess Thursday, pretty much right after the show. Uh, so if you miss a show each any week, you can go there, check it out. Um, Jimmy, yes. where can people find you? Anything you want to promote real quick to Labo's question. We're going to be figuring out the fancy football thing. We will get back to you on that. Um, for me, follow me at Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Uh, anything I do pack report game on Wisconsin pack a day will be posted there. Uh, but like Dan said, make sure you subscribe to, uh, to game on Wisconsin on YouTube, help us out. And then also catch us every Tuesday, uh, Todd, myself and Aaron Alice for on brand off topic. We just launched it last week. We got a beautiful this sponsor week. this yesterday, week. yesterday. <laughs> oh shit. Anyways, listen to it. It's a great show. Todd, go ahead. <laughs> As Jimmy, Jimmy was saying, <laughs> uh, on brand off topic, you can follow us there. Um, you can follow me at the Todd V. DMs are open. Come on, ladies. make sure make sure you give Jimmy and I a follow because we will be putting out some ridiculous content tomorrow at training camp. I'm sure of it. Yes. Um, you can also follow me uh, if you're a fan of the Brewers or baseball in general. Keep tracking me over at Walking Off Pod. We've got two shows a week that we put out on uh, when do they come out? Mondays and Fridays. We're releasing those guys, so check us out there at Walking Off Pod. All right, I'm on Twitter as well at DK All the Way. You can find me there. Uh, I've got well these guys every Wednesday, eight thirty Eastern, seven thirty Central. 
Uh, every other Tuesday on the Packaday podcast. Just had an episode this past Tuesday, so make sure you check that out as well. And uh, then every Friday, my piece for Game On Wisconsin on the webpage side of things, the written word side of things, uh, The Leap, every Friday. So I'd love for out. your piece to be on me. And with that, for producer Nick, for Jimmy, for Todd, Dan, Dan, <laughs> good night, everybody. Cheers and go back, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>